With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blessings, blessings, blessings. I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. Let everything that has breath praise ye the Lord. Amen. God bless you. We welcome you once Again, to this another edition of End Time Revival Ministries USA podcast. And I am your host, Pastor Al Zachary. And we uh, want you to stay tuned for the next few minutes as we conclude this short series that we've been in over the past six sessions. And uh, the title of this short series is Free Me, Favor Me. Lord, it is a prayer request of mine. Free me and favor me. There are four things that I request of the Lord that I be free from. And we covered those. And uh, 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 before we moved on to the things that I'm asking the Lord to favor we favor me with. Amen. The first four things or the first four parts of this series covered these Four things that, amen, I, I certainly want the Lord to, amen, free me from. Number one, free me from fear. Number two, free me from folly. Number three, free me from faltering. And number four, Lord, free me from foolishness. We certainly invite you, if you have not already, to listen to those Amen. Podcast episodes, which a man kind of detail a man with scripture. Um, these very important things, I believe that is necessary in order for our lives to be found pleasing to God, free from fear, free from folly, free from faltering and free from foolishness. And then, of course, I want the Lord to favor me also with his blessings that he has made available to all who will trust in and, and, and believe in his promises and his word. And number one, I ask the Lord to favor me with faith, not just saving faith, ladies and gentlemen, but 
Faith that, as Jesus says, move mountains, believing God for the impossible, the unthinkable, the unimaginable, the above and beyond what we could possibly ask or think. I want that kind of faith. Amen. It is the gift of faith that the Apostle Paul spoke of in First Corinthians chapter 12. It is a spiritual gift. Amen. There are people, amen, in the kingdom who have this gift of faith. And I would love to have that same kind of faith. Amen. To believe God to do the impossible, the unthinkable, the unimaginable. Amen. That's where my faith. Amen. I would love for my faith to be. And so I ask the Lord to favor me with this kind of faith, the gift of faith. And by the way, the Apostle Paul said we should covet the best gifts. And I believe that the gift of faith is one of the best of the gifts of the spirit because it certainly, amen, helps others because that's what the gifts are for in the body of Jesus Christ to be a blessing and a help to others as well. Number one, Lord, favor me with faith. And number two, we covered in our last session, Lord, favor me with focus. Oh my God, the the enemy, the strategy of this enemy of ours, the adversary of our souls is to distract us and to keep us preoccupied with all of the mundane things, with all of the things of the world. Amen. It was a, that, that kind of a Martha syndrome. Even for those of us who are saved, of course, we can still have that kind of Martha syndrome where we are certainly preoccupied with the things of the world and not focused, amen, on uh, the kingdom first, amen, as Jesus, amen, called us to, amen, seek the kingdom first and all of the other things will be added. So I want focus in my life more and more, amen, I want to be focused I, 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 I'm frustrated at times and I, 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 you know, uh, I'm angry at myself at times when I allow, uh, all of the distractions that we all have to deal with, of course, but I, I don't want these distractions to deter me from doing everything that God has, amen, called for me to do, has, uh, appointed for me to do. I want to, amen, finish the course. Amen. Run this race with the patience. Amen. And be found pleasing to the Lord at the end of the day, hearing his voice. Of course, as I say often, saying, well done, good and faithful servant. Amen. And I believe that we will have to be focused. Amen. Focused on the mission that God has for us in order. Amen. To amen. Reach that level of satisfaction amen all right today our final installment on this or for this series rather is going to be on lord favor me with fruitfulness amen lord favor me with fruitfulness and by the way genesis chapter number one of the bible you know it amen how that uh the lord amen in the beginning created the heavens and the earth and and I, I just want to read. Let me just take you there. I'm going to read very quickly. Amen. Because I want you to see that uh, the purpose of God's creation from the very beginning is for there to be fruitfulness. And God pronounced blessings in order for all of us, as well as the creation itself, to be fruitful. Amen. All right. Let's 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 read from the very beginning. You're very familiar with this. Hopefully you are. But I want you to 
uh, just focus, focus, there's our word again, focus, we want to focus on what the, what the account tells us of in Genesis in the very beginning. The Bible says, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. The earth was without form and void. Darkness was, was upon the face of the deep. And the spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light and there was light. And God saw the light that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. Purpose, purpose, purpose. And God called the light day and the darkness he called night. And the evening and the morning were the first day. Verse number six. And God said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters and let it divide the waters from the waters purpose. And God made the firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament. And it was so. And God called the firmament heaven and the evening and the morning were the second day. Verse nine. And God said, let the waters under the heaven be gathered together unto one place and let the dry land appear and it was so and God called the dry land earth and the gathering together of the waters called he seas and God saw that it was good and God said let the earth bring forth grass uh oh watch this let the earth bring forth grass and the herb yielding seed and the fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind whose seed is in itself upon the earth and it was so and the earth brought forth grass and herb yielding seed after his kind and the tree yielding fruit whose seed was in itself after his kind and God saw that it was good and the evening and the morning were the third day Verse 14, and God said, let there be light in the firmament of the heavens to divide the day from the night and let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and for years. And let them be for light in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth. And it was so. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Now, listen, listen, listen carefully. This because this is what God is doing. Amen. What God decreed from the very beginning. Amen. And it is still amen. Uh, uh, even though we have again sinned against God and brought the curse uh, of sin upon the earth, amen, yet and still we're going to see that some of these things that God did from the very beginning are still very much intact. God made two great lights, verse number 16, the greater light to rule the day, the lesser light to rule the night, and he made the stars also. And God set them in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth and to rule over the day and over the night. And to divide the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. And the evening and the morning were the fourth day. And God said, let the waters bring forth abundantly the moving creature that hath life. And fowl that may fly above the earth in the open firmament of heaven. And God created great whales and every living creature that moveth. Which the waters brought forth abundantly after their kind and every winged foul after his kind and God saw that it was good and God blessed them saying be fruitful watch it watch it watch it watch it listen listen hear what the Lord did in blessing and pronouncing his blessing of fruitfulness even upon the animals of the earth amen God blessed them and said be fruitful and multiply 
and fill the waters in the seas and let the fowl multiply in the earth and the evening and the morning were the fifth day. Fruitfulness, fruitfulness, fruitfulness. Verse 24, and God said, let the earth bring forth the living creature after his kind, cattle, creeping thing, beast of the earth after his kind. And it was so, and God made the beast of the earth after his kind and cattle after their kind and everything that creepeth upon the earth after his kind. And God saw that it was good. And then on the sixth day, the crowning glory of God's creation before he rested on the seventh day. God said, verse 26, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth, over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth and God created man in his image. In the image of God created him. Male and female created he them. God blessed them. Look at this. Look at this. God blessed them. And God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. And God said, behold, I've given you every herb bearing seed, which is upon the face of the earth, every tree in which is fruit of a tree yielding seed to you. It shall be given for meat and to every beast of the earth and to every fowl of the air and to everything that creepeth upon the earth, wherein there is life. I have given every green herb for meat and it was so. God saw that everything that he had made, behold, it was very good. And even in the morning were the sixth day. Genesis chapter one. God's purpose, ladies and gentlemen, church of the living God, God's purpose for everything that he has made is for it to function in the way that he has designed it to be. Even though sin again has been devastating for man, amen, to the created order, to the good and the perfect original creation that was in the beginning, we still have more than enough of the greatness of God's original decrees and of his creations because of his graciousness, because of his preservation, preserving, if you will, amen, the created order, enough for us, amen, to still be fruitful and thrive even in a world that is against him, that is hostile to him, that will not, amen, obey him, even in this current environment in which we live, this world of darkness and delusion and confusion and lies and deception, God still is requiring of us fruitfulness. Be fruitful and multiply. Amen. The sun, the moon, the stars all remain in place continuous continuous in their obedience to God's will and purpose for their existence. Amen. The rain and the snow that we get from the heavens, the bodies of waters that are still here on the earth, they all serve in being fruitful in what God created and decreed for them to do. Even in the animal kingdom, as we saw, much of the original purpose and design remains intact. After the fall of man brought a separation that we now have for the most part between man and beast on the earth, but still yet and still God, amen, in his original decree and its purpose in him giving us dominion in the earth. Amen. We still can be fruitful, amen, and multiply 
in this earth. And in spite of our sinfulness, in spite of our rebellion against God, amen, uh, we are still under that blessing. Amen. God blessed that, I mean, blessed that man, Adam and his wife, Eve, amen, and, and all the birds of the air, the fish of the sea, the cattle, amen, every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth, amen, much of these uh, uh, creatures, uh, many of these uh, mammals, amen, that God created, uh, uh, they are still here, amen, and it is God's desire for every one of us, amen, all of us who breathe his breath of life, amen, it is his desire, it is his design for us to be fruitful creatures to his glory. I want you to hear this parable that Jesus used to illustrate to us the importance, amen, the urgency, if you will, of being fruitful, not taking for granted, amen, the opportunity that you have, the breath of life that is in your body, the purpose for which you are made, amen. Luke chapter number 13, I want to read. Uh, a few verses here, verses six through nine. Jesus is teaching and he uses this illustration to, again, show to us, amen, the necessity of fruitfulness. He also spoke this parable, verse number six of Luke chapter 13. A certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard and he came seeking fruit on it and found none. Then he said to the keeper of his vineyard, look, for three years I have come seeking fruit on this fig tree and find none. Cut it down. Why does it use up the ground? But he answered, that is the keeper of the vineyard, answered and said to him, sir, let it alone this year also until I dig around it and fertilize it. And if it bears fruit, well. But if not, after that, you can cut it down. Now, Jesus, of course, if you're familiar with the Bible, the word of God, the nation of Israel was often referred to as a fig tree. And they were planted by God in his vineyard, that is the earth that belongs to him. They were supposed to be, they were designed to be, they were commanded to be, they were commissioned to be a light to the Gentiles, an example to those who were outside of the household of faith, as it were. Amen. And so they were planted and placed and given all of the oracles of God, the blessings of God, the spiritual uh, 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 words, uh, amen, the commands, uh, all of, again, the, 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 the blessings of Abraham were given to them. And, 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 and God, I mean, forbear with them for, amen, uh, 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 decades, for centuries, and, and as he said to the keeper here of the vineyard in this parable, for three years. Now ask yourself, how long has God been patient with you? How long has he been patient with me? I know how long he's been patient with me. He's been patient with me all my life. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And that's why I want to be fruitful. 
Amen. For three years, he says, I have come seeking fruit on this tree. It ought to be producing. It ought to be uh, feeding. It ought to be uh, doing what it has been designed to do. It is a fig tree and it ought to be producing figs. It's not going to produce grapes. It's not going to produce tomatoes. It's not going to produce pears. It's not going to produce apples. You and I have been designed to do what God has designed for us to do. You and I have been uh, 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 commissioned to go and to produce what God has given to us to do. And whatever ability, a talent, amen, and very by the very fact that you have the breath of God in your life, in your lungs, in your body, while you are living, you are obligated to be fruitful, amen, and to bear fruit. Otherwise, as Jesus teaches in this parable, after a period of time, if you are not producing, if you are not bearing fruit, what is the command that's given to the keeper of the ground? Cut it down. Why does this tree? Why does this tree? Why should this purpose of, 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 of fruitlessness continue in this purpose, in this person rather, when they are not doing, when they're not operating, when they're not obeying the word of the Lord? Amen. When they're not heeding the voice of God calling unto them. Why should they continue to live on God's green earth? That's the picture here, ladies and gentlemen. Why should anyone be given additional time when they refuse to bring forth fruit? Cut it down. Why does this tree continue on the earth? But he answered and said to him, Sir, oh, this is interceding. Thank God for intercession. This is why it is so important for us, all of us, amen, to be just as Jesus is an intercessor. Amen. We intercede for those that are lost and we just pray, Lord, have mercy. Lord, open their eyes. Lord, open their ears. Lord, touch their hearts. Amen. Let them see that they are blind. Amen. That they are dead in their trespasses and sin. And that they need the Savior. They need, amen, uh, 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 the, the, the cross. And to understand that the blood that you shed is for the remission of their sins. Amen. For the renewing of their mind, your word, your power, your anointing, your Holy Spirit. To regenerate and renew them. They need to know it. So he said, Give it one more year. Give it one more year. I'm going to dig around it. I'm going to fertilize it. I'm going to cultivate the soil. I'm going to see to it that it is watered. I'm going to witness to it. I'm going to pray for it. Oh, help us, Jesus. Help us, Jesus. And if it bears fruit, well, well, that's what God wants. God has no pleasure in the death of the wicked. God wants you to turn from your wickedness. Why die when you can live? Why be cut down in your prime? Why die even in your old age after giving all of this time? And you die in your bitterness, emptiness, and never bore 
fruit for the kingdom of heaven. On another occasion, we see a fruitless fig tree that was condemned to death by Jesus. In the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 21, just three verses here, 18 through 20. In the morning, the Bible says, as Jesus returned to the city, he was hungry and seeing a fig tree by the road, he came to it and found nothing on it but leaves. This fig tree, obviously, should have been producing. It should have had figs upon it. Amen. And so Jesus comes to this fig tree. He finds nothing on it but leaves and said to it, let no fruit grow on you ever again. Immediately, the fig tree withered away. Jesus is not talking about this is this is oh let me finish verse 20 and when the disciples saw it they marveled saying how did the fig tree wither away so soon please understand that this was not an impetuous act on the part of Jesus out of frustration in his hunger in his humanity but rather it was a symbolic act Again, demonstrating God's divine judgment. Again, upon that nation, Israel, his own people, by the way, whom he had been sent to. Amen. For her unfruitfulness, even though she had been favored again with all of the spiritual blessings, with the oracles of God, sent prophets. Amen. Prophet after prophet. Amen. God's amen. Divine intervention on her behalf over and over again. And, 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 and ladies and gentlemen, this is, by, this is not just about Israel. Please understand. Please understand. Amen. Again, the Bible just spoke of Israel in, uh, again in the Old Testament as the fig tree and Jesus came. Amen. Speaking directly to them for their spiritual blindness. Amen. When we have been blessed, church of the living God, people of God, anyone who is alive and living and thriving and breathing, amen, the breath of God on this earth, when we have been blessed and endowed with God's spiritual gifts, those of us in the church, his Holy Ghost power with his authority in the great commission that he's given to us to go and to be fruitful in this world, when we fail to do so, why should we be allowed to continue, ladies and gentlemen, being unfruitful for the kingdom to which we have been called, and by the way, given the keys to, along with the guarantee that the gates of hell shall not prevail against us. I give you power over all the works of the darkness, Jesus told his disciples. We have the ability. I'm almost done. We have the ability. We have the power. We have the freedom. We have the authority. 
We have all of the weapons. The Bible says the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. We have the living word of God that cannot return, that shall not return to him void, by the way. We have all of the host of heavens, the armies of heaven on our side. We have even a great cloud of witnesses who have gone before us. We have the whole armor of God, Ephesians 6, that we have been, amen, uh, uh, given, granted by God, that we just simply have to put it on. We have the whole armor of God. We have the assurance of victory. When the Bible, the Bible tells us when the enemy would come in like a flood, the spirit of God will lift up a standard. We abide under the shelter of the wings of the Almighty. We have protection from God. We have all of this. We have the assurance, the blessed assurance of victory. We cannot lose. We will not lose because Jesus has already won for us victory. But the problem that is plaguing us and being, I believe, and being fruitful in the kingdom of God to the glory of God is our lack of focus that I dealt with in our previous podcast, by the way. I believe it is our lack of focus because we are in love with this world more than we love Jesus. We have lost as it was written to the church in the book of Revelation. We have lost our first love. I'm going to close with John chapter number 15, a few verses here that Jesus speaks to his disciples. And this instructs us, ladies and gentlemen, church of the living God, how we can always remain fruitful. Jesus speaks these words. John chapter 15. I am the true vine and my father is the husband man. Every branch in me. That's all of us who are saved in the church of the living God. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. If you are professing, if you are professing, but not producing. Oh, help us, Jesus. In the church, there's a branch. All of us are branches. That's what Jesus describes us as. He says, I am the vine. You are the branches. But there are branches in the church that are not producing, that are not bearing fruit. So every branch in the church that is not producing, the Bible says he takes away and every branch that beareth fruit, he purges it that it may bring forth more fruit. You see what God wants? He wants fruitfulness from us. Now you are clean, Jesus says, through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me. That's the, ladies and gentlemen, that's the winning, amen, that's the winning weapon. That's the winning uh, uh, formula, if you will. That's how we win. Just remain in Jesus. Amen. He says, abide in me. And I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can you except you abide in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. 
listen what Jesus says, for without me, you can do nothing. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered. And men gather them, cast them into the fire, and they are burned. But if you abide in me, verse 7, and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. Herein, Jesus says, is my Father glorified, that you bear much fruit, so shall you be my disciples. If we are to be true disciples of Jesus, ladies and gentlemen, according to the words of Jesus, according to the teaching of Jesus here in the Gospel of John chapter 15, if we are to be bringing glory and honor to God, he desires that we bear much fruit. And we need only to abide in Jesus and keep our eyes gazed upon him, focused on the mission of the church that he has given to us. And we are guaranteed, ladies and gentlemen, guaranteed to be fruitful in this world, in this present world. In such a time as this. And God knows that we need it. So Lord I pray. Favor me with fruitfulness. I want to be fruitful. Amen. A fruitful. Good and faithful servant. Lord be our help. As we love you more. As we live for you daily. Lord. As we love one another. As we forgive and forbear with one another. As we seek your kingdom first. Lord as we are to be. The living examples. The salt and the light. In this earth, amen, examples to the unbelievers, Lord, we then can bring forth fruit even in this season, even in these last and evil days. Help us, Jesus. Lord, favor all of your people with fruitfulness to your glory for your great namesake. We pray and ask it and we thank you now in advance in Jesus name. Amen and amen.